The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome to 1002 with your host, Mike Baker, an opportunity to pray for the harvest and receive a nugget of truth from God's word. Wherever you are in the world today, I hope you are doing well, and I'm so glad you joined us for the 1002 podcast where we look at an unreached people group and a little passage of scripture to encourage us. And today, the the group I want to look at is the Karata people. Uh, They live in Russia, kind of the southern part of Russia. There's about 6,000 of them. Actually, sorry, I'm sorry, 6,700. Again, 0% Christian, 0% evangelical. They would be obviously considered unreached. Um, And they're primarily Islamic. Uh, They would be more folk Islam, uh, although some of them are very orthodox Sunni branch of Islam. Um, And they live in in these 10 villages in what's known as the Needle's Eye region. So it's a very mountainous area. It's very hard to get to. It's in the Caucasus Mountains. And again, Russia's southwest side. And uh, they're a very difficult group to get to because of where they live. And so they take pride in that. They take pride in their culture. They take pride in their area. They take pride in, in where they're at. And honestly, they don't like to be told anything. They Not only do they fight the Russians, but they've also fought um, ISIS. They fought the Islamic militants. Um, so basically, they are very independent. And so ways to get there are very difficult. The terrain is difficult. The language is difficult. The independent mindset and how conservative they are with their religion um, are just different opticals in addition to the Russian laws against going out with the gospel. So they're a very tough people group to get to, kind of in the middle of these islands in this needle's eye, these 10 little villages. And then on top of it, it's against the law to even go there and preach the gospel. And so there's very limited outreach. Uh, there's very limited even of the Bible translated. And so right now, one of the biggest prayer requests is that people uh, would translate the gospel for these people that that there would be a the language would be uh, translated. Uh, there is currently no books of the Bible translation. Translation is needed. Uh, there's no Jesus film. There's no online. There's no audio. There's nothing, and so you have to learn the language of Karata, um, and then you have to be able to, to speak it and learn it so you can translate the Bible. So we we need people of peace to open the way, but uh, and they're suspiciously. Um, they're highly suspicious. They're suspiciously, that doesn't even make sense. They're highly suspicious of any outsiders. And so those are just different prayer points that the Kata people would be reached, uh, that they would, that someone would be able to go to them and ultimately that we could translate the Bible because they don't even have scriptures in their language. And so it, all right, now it would be all storytelling and relating a story. And so as I thought of those people and as I thought about just the difficulties, I, I thought of Psalms 136 and uh, when we were away on break from the podcast, we were at, we just spoke for a week at a camp, and and one morning I was asked to do a devotion for the staff, and I what I had us do was I just had us read or I had us re reenact Psalms 136, and so if you're not familiar with that Psalm, Psalms 136 is this basically giving thanks to the Lord, and then after every statement it says His steadfast love endures forever. Right, And it goes through the story of Israel being led out of Egypt and through the wilderness and eventually to the promised land. And so it's kind of the historical story, remembering everything God did, the good and the ups and the downs and how he provided and everything. And yet constantly saying his, stud, his steadfast love endures forever. 
And that's kind of what I thought of with, with his people group. Lord, you are good. Your steadfast love endures forever. We give thanks that you created all people. Your steadfast love endures forever. And, and just asking God through this course that he would provide people. And then as we ask it or as we claim it, reminding ourselves that his steadfast love endures forever. And so by recreating the psalm, what we did that morning is we just made a statement that had happened at camp because the devotion was towards the end of camp. I think it was Thursday morning. And so we just made statements for what God had been doing throughout the week. And then every statement was followed up with his steadfast love endures forever. That's kind of what I thought of that was a picture of these people. Like this claim that they're gods, this claim on their lives, this claim that God wants them, that God wants to send people there. But then even more importantly, something that you can do in your life is literally write your own psalm. Just take time and write down a sentence of all the different things that God has done, maybe in different, maybe you highlight each year or different seasons, and then after each statement, you follow it up with His steadfast love endures forever. Just this journey of reminding of how good God is and that He is taking care of you and that He will continue to take care of you. The same way that He wants to take care of the the Karata people. There in Russia, the same way he took care of Israel, he takes care of you. And so I, I just challenge you to read through that psalm, read through Psalm 136, and then take time and write your own Psalm 136. Just making statements of how God has provided for you. Starting off by giving thanks and reminding everyone of how good he is in these Lord of Lord, and then also claiming the things he's done in your life, the things of provision, the things that he's provided, um, and then Again, each with each sentence for his steadfast love endures forever, repeating it. It's an amazing, it was just a really cool little devotion. And it was just kind of reminding us that it doesn't really matter what we do. God is in it. And that's the whole point of this podcast, right? God is in it. God sends the people. God opens the doors. God does the work. We need, we need workers who are willing. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. We need willing workers, but God's going to be the one that opens the doors. God's going to be the one that unlocks someone's mind to understand this language and translate it. Because his steadfast love endures forever. And so let that be our prayer today and tomorrow and forever.